This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 997, Comic Reviews to the weeks of Wednesday, July 20th and Wednesday, July 27th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 997, looking at uh, some of the books that came out on Wednesday, July 20th and Wednesday, July 27th. I am currently recording this in the middle of uh, a very humid day in Toronto, Ontario on August the 3rd. I currently don't have any working air conditioning. Uh, I'm just having to rely on some fans, and I do not like it. <laughs> It's extremely humid. I got some windows open uh, because we need some sort of airflow, even though it's just kind of mucky outside. Um, so if I'm a little grumpy today, that is why. So if I'm slagging a comic more than normal, uh, unfortunately, that is probably what is happening. Um, but uh, this is the, the second last um, of these episodes uh, that I'll be doing. So it's kind of crazy to imagine that after all this time, like I'm almost done doing reviews and I'm kind of excited about, you know, not needing to be as up on the you know current comics that are coming out. Um, and cause I have such a backlog to, to work on and, you know, it, it, it's a little hard and unwieldy at times. Uh, so let's just take a look first at some of the books that came out on the 20th. They included Axe Judgment Day. Uh, that's uh, Avengers, X-Men, and Eternals. Um, you know, someone in a meeting was like, we got it. It's Axe because of these three things. And it's like, why are we using the Eternals? Because it's Axe. And because they're in a movie. And that's why. Like, it's just, I don't know why they're bothering. Uh, we got Aquaman and the Flash Void Song, number two. Uh, Artemis Wanted. Um, we got Avengers 58, Batman Superman World's Finest, number five. Somehow I haven't read that yet. I'm actually disappointed in myself. We got Black Adam, number two, uh, Blood Syndicate, uh, season one, uh, Catwoman, DC League of Super Pets, The Great Mixy Up, which looks adorable with an all new story. We got DC vs. Vampires, All Out War, Duo, uh, Dark Crisis, Young Justice. We got Deadpool Bad Blood, which is uh, now in, in comic book format. We got Defenders Beyond. Uh, number one, which I'm actually finally reading the most recent Defenders run, so I'm excited to get, get caught up in whatever this is as well. We got uh, Fables, number uh, 153. We got Iron Man 21. Uh, Justice League versus Legion of Superheroes, number four. Knights of X. Oh my god, this is a big week. Maestro, World War M, Miles Morales, Spider Man, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood. Uh, New Fantastic Four, Nightwing with beautiful covers as always, Savage Spider-Man, Shang-Chi and, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings, we got She-Hulk with a beautiful cover, we got Spider-Gwen, Gwenverse, number four, Star Wars Darth Vader, um, Star Wars Han Solo and Chewbacca, Star Wars, The Jurassic League, The Marvels, Venom Lethal Protector, uh, and those are all the books that came out on that particular day on the 20th, so I'm only talking about two. Uh, first one up, we have Batman The Night, uh, issue number seven. Um, really enjoying this series. It's by Chip Zdarsky, who was just on the last episode, episode 996. Uh, he's joined by Carmine DiGidomenico, uh, who I'm such a big fan of and have been for a long, long time. Uh, he actually, I guess there's some common thread here. He was the artist on Batman Jack Murdoch, which was written by Zeb Wells, who hopefully will be on episode 998. So um, I like the connections there. Um, this remains a fantastic book. What I really liked about this issue um, is that, first of all, Heads of Tana, I really liked um, the... Uh, camaraderie between both Bruce and Zatanna and Bruce and Zatara. I also like the idea of Bruce understanding that there's magic, something he can't understand, but wants to because there's this field that he hasn't even approached yet. And it's really interesting to kind of guide how Batman views magic and how he views anything in terms of you know him believing that he can get better about everything um, and you know learn and study. 
and kind of this this arrogance there, but also this you know determination. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. Fantastic art uh, as always, and yeah, really strong storytelling. Uh, next up is the Flash seven eighty four. Um, I feel like for the most part, I've kind of fallen behind on kind of the mainline you know kind of DC superhero books. Like I haven't really read anything from Dark Crisis or Justice League or any of that Death to Justice League anything like that, um, except for Flash, which is a Dark Crisis tie in, but it, it works well enough on its own that I didn't feel encumbered. Um, you know, by the lack of knowledge. So this is The Search for Barry Allen Part 2. Uh, it's written by Jeremy Adams. Um, it's got artwork by Amenke Nahopan. Uh, I butchered that, I'm sure. Jeremy Cox on letters. Sorry, colors, I should say. And Rob Lee on letters. Um, I really dug this. I thought it, it moved really quickly. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little flash pun for you. Um, but I thought it was you know, a deceptively simple issue. A very engaging and interesting. Um, you know, we have a lot of different characters uh, occupying the space of this issue, but um, it was separate enough. And again, I thought the art style was really cool, and that it was able to adjust and adapt to different characters um, in, in time periods. So the colorist really deserves a lot of work too for really uh, coloring these books so differently. So that there's a, a different vibrancy, like even um, or the aspects of the book, not different books, but even like when you have you know adult Wally West. Um, and then he's, you know, meeting a younger version of Barry. Um, I like that the colors are very kind of old school, silver, silver age, except for on Wally himself, because when he's there and he's talking and it's not, we're not seeing what Barry's seeing, he's a much more modern red. Um, so I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fantastic. I'm really, I like the ending of it, um, of this issue, the, the kind of the, uh, the cliffhanger I thought was really interesting and cool to kind of see Wallace looking like this. Um, so I, I thought this was great. Again, I'm so behind in all the kind of main DC line superhero books, and yet this one is just uh, knocking it out of the park. Uh, and then we moved to July 27th, and we had new issues of Action Comics, uh, which I've not read yet, but for the most part I've been keeping up with it. Amazing Spider-Man number 6 or 900. I haven't quite read all of it. Um, so I do have to get back to this at some point. I, I've read parts of it, and I've read commentary on it, but I haven't actually read all of it. We've got Aquaman, uh, Batman Fortress, which I did not really care for the first two issues. We've got Batman One Dark Knight, which is uh, number three, part of the Black Label, Captain America, Symbol of Truth, uh, DC Mech, uh, Deathstroke number 11. I'm, I'm actually finally starting with the Deathstroke book, and I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing, but I'm only, I think, on issue like three. Uh, we've got Detective Comics, which is a really cool cover there. We've got Gambit, written by Chris Claremont, and I'm excited to, uh, to read this, um, see what I've, I've heard good things. Uh, Harley Quinn, Robin, Star Wars Doctor Aphra, Star Wars Obi-Wan, uh, Strange, got Superman Space Age. I'm not even sure what this is, but I'm excited by the look of it. Got Task Force Z. I got The Variants. You got Venom. You got Wild Cards, The Drawing of Cards, Wolverine Patch. Um, and that is about it, and except for the books I, I read. First up, and this book feels like we knew it was coming a long time ago. It just, it just feels like very... Like, I don't know what the word is, but it just feels like this is not... I just feel like this book was supposed to happen a long time ago, and that is Ant-Man, um, which I loved. Um, so this is Ant-Man number one, um, and this is part of the, you know an anniversary uh, for Ant-Man. It's been 60 years, um, and so it's written by Al Ewing, artwork by Tom Riley, colors by Jordi Belair. Uh, you got letters by Corey Pettit, uh, and I just thought this was the bee's knees. Um, I liked that we have you know an old-school uh, kind of version of Hank, uh, meeting a very more modern character or a future version of uh, of Ant-Man. Uh, I love the art style. Um, 
I just thought this was just a tremendous amount of fun, and I'm excited to kind of see this forward, you know, this jumping through time and seeing all these different characters, uh, different uh, Ant Men, uh, Ant Men, I guess, um, expressed in some way. So I, I thought this was great, and I like the, the the nod. There's a nod to Scott Lang. There's a nod to Eric O'Grady. So there's a lot of fun uh, nods kind of added into the background here, which reminded me of like Avengers time slide back in the day as part of the crossing. They did the same thing. The Avengers suddenly were in a you know, in the past, where characters were in the past, and you know, you you see we the reader see certain characters like Ben Grimm. We see Peter Parker and his his aunt and uncle and other such characters. So um, I like that type of thing. Uh, next up, we have Genesfell, Captain Marvel number one, which I really enjoyed. This was a fantastic read. It's written by Peter David because I mean, really, who else? Um, artwork by Juanan Ramirez, and I thought this was just so interesting. Uh, as a story um, to kind of see kind of uh, an old story and also a new story. Like, I don't even know what's going on with Rick anymore. And the, the book doesn't concern itself too much about that, but it is a current continuity story that ends up bringing Rick and uh, Genesville back together. And, you know, it's, it's not necessarily the, the classic Genesis that we know. Um, but, yeah, and we have like Thanos is here. Like, I don't know. The artwork I thought was great. Um, it did, at times, the the uh, facial expressions were a little spotty. Um, some of the characters, but like some of the bigger panels or the bigger meteor things, like you can tell that last shot of Thanos just looked like it was worked over um, to make sure that it was as strong as possible. There was a, got a lot of great flashbacks that had a really good uh, color tint to them. That you have to thank the colors for that. Um, but overall, I thought this was really interesting and engaging, and um, excited to kind of see more of Genesis in any way. Um, and I like that again that it kind of jumps to forward. We have you know an old story and a you know kind of a, a current continuity story, um, which is really interesting as well. And that the fact that there is a now kind of a younger Genesis around who's not the classic Genesis, which is I guess their way of getting around the fact that Fabian Nessie hasn't made it so that you couldn't really bring him back. Um, so uh, so far I'm in, and you know Peter David wants to keep revisiting his greatest hits. I am all there for it. Um, and last but not least, we have we have Iron Cat. This is issue number two, written by Jim McKay, artwork by Pere Perez, uh, Frank Darmada on color art, and virtual calligraphies Ariana Mayer on letters. And this is so good. Um, first of all, the artwork is absolutely gorgeous. The color work, especially, really helps bring it to life. Uh, so Darmada did a great job, but generally the the um, the art is so solid. Um, it continues to be such a love letter to anyone who's ever liked Black Cat. Like I think it's I don't think Black Cat's ever been as good or as cool or as interesting um, or anything as she is under Jed McKay. And so if you haven't been reading Black Cat over the last few years, you really should because you're you're doing your own self a disservice. That um, it's such a fantastic read and every step of the way I'm just like blown away by just what he's able to do with this character and again the art here is absolutely outstanding um, it's so solid so clean um, so there's some tremendous detail work like I just I'm not an artist obviously because I I'm, I'm, don't know well enough how to discuss art but all I can say is it was just gorgeous to look at um, and that's everything I've talked about for this uh, episode this is kind of a double shot episode uh, looking forward to next week um, or uh, really the, as I record this these books are already out on August the 3rd, releases include New Issues of Batman by Chip Zdarsky. I'm excited to read uh, how that continues. we got Dark Crisis, Flashpoint Beyond, Sword of Azrael, Dark Knight of the Soul, Sword of Azrael, One of Six, The New Champion of Shazam, Aquaman, Andromeda, 
Uh, we've got Harley Quinn, Mad Magazine, Multiversity, Teen Justice, and Poison Ivy. From Marvel, we've got Demon Wars, The Iron Samurai, Edge of Spider-Verse number one, Ghost Rider, Immortal X-Men, Iron Man, Legion of X, Backstrike, Monster Hunters, Moon Knight, New Fantastic Four, Spider-Man 2099, Exodus, Spider-Punk, X-Men 92, House of XC2 number three, X-Men Red, and Star Wars The Halcyon Legacy. Uh, so that is a lot for sure uh, that was coming out. Um, and then at IDW, there was Godzilla Rivals versus Batra and G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero 296. So some good stuff there. Uh, so thanks again for listening to this episode. You can always email me at comicshenetigans at gmail.com, rate the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.